0: What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? If you hear my voice, do you know what that means? It's time for the Homeless Talk Show right here on what? Verse TV, and it's week what? 114. We out here, y'all. Over two years strong. Doing it, doing it, doing it. But you know, your boy Troy Weeks Music is in the building making things move, but it's not about me. Let's talk about my friends in the building. So what? Who else we got in the building today?
1: What up, what up, people? It's your favorite friend, Mr. Differently Capable.
0: Woo, woo. That's right, that's right, that's right. In the building. Rockin', Bosch TV, like you always do. Let's do it. So, talk to me now. Who else oh, we got in the building? Right. The lady of the night tonight.
2: <laughs> <Dad>. <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, that's Jasmine, right? Okay, cool, Jasmine. Thank you so much. And of course, last but not least, our special guest in the building talking to the people who don't know who you are and what's good.
3: Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Joshua Henry Jenkins, co creator of Black is Stuck at Home, and excited to be here. Boom,
0: boom, boom, just like that. Ba-ba-ba-ba. He's in the building, y'all. And he's going to have a one-on-one interview with us as well. So you guys got to go check out our YouTube and go follow us to get all the goods. So without further ado, let's get into what we need to get into, and that's the homos T. And it's week what? 114. We out here, y'all. Over two years strong.
4: All right. So the first topic is toxic partner facts your toxic not slipping under coming hey. from rightside.me hey. now of course ultimately getting out of these relationships is an option aside from that when you first notice a pattern of the below behavior how do you react How should you react? And part one of 12, this partner, a toxic partner is often indecisive about activities yet when you make the decision, they complain about the experience while in this chosen venue, that's toxic. Part Mm -hmm. of 12, the desire to spend every minute together in an attempt to control all of the minutes. Mm. And where Aaron is asking, where is the mutually happy dating togetherness medium? Aaron Mack really wants to know, and that's true. I really wanna know where's the happy medium. 12 of 12, the partner accidentally, intentionally, schedules partner activities at times that they know you've scheduled to get together with friends of yours. Troy, take it away.
0: All right, well, um, this should definitely be interesting. Um, I'm super excited to hear what people have to say about this. But um, of course, yeah. you know, I'll start with myself. Um, so remember, it's going to be in these situations, in these toxic situations, how do you, um, how do you react Personally, yourself, and then how should you react? So, number one says, partners are often indecisive about activities. Yet, when you make decisions, they complain about the experience about in the chosen venue. How would I react? <laughs> First of all, I gave you an option to make a choice, and you didn't. So, clearly, you were cool with whatever we were going to do. So, if we showed up here, and, and not, not on top of that, I'm going to give you options. I'm not even on Tuesday, I'm going to give you two options. So if I give you two options and those two you can't make a choice and that's not good enough, we're not even gonna make it to the venue, friend, because that's what I'm gonna do. Leave you right where you at. Because that's too much. You already stressing me out. We're supposed to be depressing and having a good time. And you make a stress. No, I'm good. Um okay. what's what you should do, um, if someone's doing that, is you know, just kindly, I guess tell them, you know, I did give you a choice and you didn't. Make a choice. So just you know, respect the choice I gave you. Respect the choice that I gave and just, you know, let's deal with it and let's go with it. That's what you should do. Um, I'm really with that. I think that's a proper way. Uh, number two, n- number six in the 12 says the desire to spend every minute together in the attempt to control all of the minutes. What would I do? <laughs> First of all, these are my minutes, and I'm in control of my minutes, and that's on period. So if you're trying to control my minutes and not allow me to create time and space for us, then we have a problem. I don't like being, feeling like I'm forced to do anything because I'm, I'm a grown man, I make decisions for myself. So if you're forcing me to do something, I feel forced, it ain't gonna, it's, it's not gonna be a problem. Um, what you should do is i kindly let this person know, um, you need some space for your own time and your own minutes too. Don't let nobody control your minutes. I'm giving a fuck who out there you. Listening, don't let nobody control your minutes because they're what your minutes. Your being you. Amen. Um and um, the question I was you know thrown in there is, is where is the mutual happy dating togetherness medium? I think the happiness medium is when both people understand who they are as individuals first. When you understand who you are and they understand who they are. Baby, the connection that can happen between two people that are on the progressive rise up as individuals alone, togetherness can be even more great. But you got to be able to know yourself first and then know yourself to be able to have together happiness. That's why I feel like the medium is in the middle. And the last, number 12 of number 12, Toxic, is the partner accidentally, intentionally, hmm, intentionally, let me say that again, schedules partner activities at the times they know you schedule get-togethers with your family or friends. I am an entertainer. I host events. I do podcasts and, and YouTube shows like this, right? I already have stuff scheduled. So if you trying to tell me on Monday night, you want to hang out, guess what's going to happen? You might even get cussed out. And I don't have, have the energy to normally do that. But you don't. Know, week 14, I've been doing the damn homo stuff show on Monday nights. And you're going to have to try to schedule something on a Monday. How dare you? Guess what? The dog. <laughs> that's exactly how I feel because if you're not with what I'm doing and understanding what I'm trying to grow in my life and you don't belong there, you don't belong there um, what should you do if that is uh, the, the, the proper way is um, just kind of let them know you crossed crossing into my personal time, you know you're messing up don't do it again boundaries, you got to let people know how to treat you because if you don't let the people know how to treat you they're going to do whatever they want to and if they do it one time and they get away with it, guess what they're going to try to do it again and if we don't give it to them they're going to Pout, shout, and do the, and do everything else around the corner. To try to get you to do what they want you to do, and start changing you from who you are and your individuality to now try to make you, you know, be one with them. That's not the way to do it. That is toxic, and that's my interest to the toxicity of all the foolishness that we happened in this article that we read. So, without further ado, I'm gonna move things along. I'm gonna ask my co-host here, Mr. R, definitely Capable, of the same thing. When it comes to these questions, how do you react? And how should you not. First question. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, number one from 12 is a partners often indecisive of about activities. Yeah, when you make decisions, they complain about the experience about in the t- chosen said venue. How should you and uh, would you
1: okay? Well, before I start to answering these questions, I gotta make I'm gonna make it clear I was in a toxic relationship, so I should know the answers to this.
0: Oh okay.
1: <laughs> so uh when you're trying to make a decision with a person that is toxic, you have to have them... For them, you You have to be in your mind and your thought and every single plan, it's all about them. And include them on those plans because they always want to know. But in the end, it's because they want to make sure that you're there. So they're trying mm. to control. So it's a big issue when it comes to toxicity. toxicity. Sorry for my slurs. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but... uh. It, I, for me it was, I, it was more of making sure that he knew about the plans and that he was fine with all the plans in the yeah. end and that was for basically for him because if it was for me I would just jump into the first place to go and just explore because I'm, that's how I am I'm, i like to go out and explore and, and just let the day go mm-hmm. the way it should go so but no everything had to be and, and it was just a form of control
0: so how should you react in a situation like this? Uh,
1: how should you react? Sometimes you got to give them control when it comes to, 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 to the problem, but then you lose yourself. That's the that, whole issue because that's what they want. They want you to turn to them. Mm. And, and that's a, it, it, it's a big issue.
0: Well, first, I'm, I'm going to change things up a little bit. I know I ran through all 12 of them because, you know, I like to talk, but I want to give you guys examples. So now I'm going to stop right here and go on to why while the, while the kettle is hot. I want to keep going on number one and um, I'm going to come back to you again. Um, so I'm going to ask you the same thing, Jasmine. Um, but before I go there, uh, definitely capable. You're going to write a book about this. Get ready. Write that book, bro. That's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> Jasmine, um, and it comes to number one of 12. Well, you have a partner that is indecisive about the activities. Yet, when you make the decision, they complain about the experience while they're in the venue with you. How would you react if that was you? And uh, what should you do? Um, Outside of what would you do? What should you do? Could
2: you ask again? It's
0: two questions, right? Yes, it's number one from the 12 list of uh, toxic, ways to spot toxicity in relationships before they come. So if you have a partner who is someone who can't, you know, make decisions, and you have to be the one to make the decision for them. When you make the decision, they complain about it. What would you do? Um,
2: I guess they, I have to make the decisions and I did the best I could. If they don't want the decision, then try to make change it and, and do it on their own.
0: Okay. Okay. And, 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 and how. How should you do it? So that's how you would do it. You think, is there another way you think it should be done, or you think that's good? I um, I don't,
2: I don't know. Like, I, I, mean, that's the main way, like, how to, to go about. But while going about it, like, do it in the nice way while going about
0: it. Okay. <laughs> okay, makes sense. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Now, someone over uh, Sir Joshua right now. Number one of twelve. Partners often indecisive of activities, yet when you make a decision, they complain about it about it. Which you have the venue.
3: So I'm just gonna start by saying I am the indecisive person usually. So, like, Ouch. So that's the problem. I'm just to, I'm <laughs> self aware enough to know that I am the problem sometimes where I am indecisive. <laughs> the problem with it though is um, I don't complain about it. I just kind of own that I should have said something versus complaining about it. I think when you when you have somebody who is like outwardly indecisive and like oh, i don't really care and then they care a whole lot i'm like that's a red flag it talks it seems like an insecurity thing popping up like i don't feel comfortable speaking my mind but when i do it's the most important thing so you should have known something that i didn't feel comfortable communicating to you which is like a non-negotiable so for me i mean i feel like how i would react is um especially if I'm sitting opposite of somebody who's uh indecisive is I would you know you have to you have to like question those things in the moments. like well why didn't you speak up (laughs) like the first time around um but you know I'm sure there's a lot more care and attention of how you should react but I don't really have the patience for all of that so (laughs) I think it's like we at this point I'm in my 30s and I don't really have time to teach anybody how to Tell me what they want. You know so I, mean? I
0: ain't myself Hey man. that was good. I like that. Okay, okay. All right, now so number number six of twelve, the second one. I'm gonna go to differently capable again. The desire to spend every minute together and attempt to control all of your minutes. What would how what would you do? How to, what would, how would you react? And uh, how should you react?
1: No, just don't do it. Don't, don't, (laughs) don't, don't, don't give him every single second minute decimal of, of your day. Like it's, it's, it's it's wrong. It's, it's wrong because then it, they they end up being codependent to you.
0: Hello. And
1: You lose exactly by being codependent. You have to be by their side 24 seven. You lose yourself. You don't want to lose yourself. And I'm sorry when that happens, what should you do? Yeah. leave them. Leave him or her. I, it, it both ways. It goes both ways. You know, it doesn't have no gender. It goes he both ways. You see them. All of them. Exactly. So leave um. Bye bye. Next. <laughs> I'm just saying
0: it. All right now. Uh, okay, cool. Uh so I'm gonna go to Jasmine. Jasmine, she wrote it. I can read it. I guess I'll just read it because she wrote it. But it says, Jasmine says, um, in regards to uh the desire to spend been- Every minute to get an attempt to control all your minutes. She says, I'm a benefit of doubt type of person. Initially, if I have interest, people will always show you what they really want or not when it comes to you. Eventually, I will withdraw completely from it. Um, clearly, that's a person is consistently indecisive of the bacteria with me. Mean, you should recognize the red flags early on when dealing with a toxic person and cut them off immediately. immediately. Your time should be as valuable to your partner as it is to you. Um, all right, Jasmine um all gotcha right. okay she said she said what i said what i said okay girl I said what i said okay cool <laughs> um and now i'm gonna go to um joshua and ask the same thing and does that, someone wants to spend all these minutes with you um to control all your time what would you how would you, what would you do and uh, what should you do
3: Ooh. um i'm an i'm an only child so i'm used to my time and so i really really don't like I don't like being all up on somebody all the time, 24 seven, like be it my mama or my best friend or a romantic partner. So like, I can kind of leave that alone. Um, I do think it's important that people have those kinds of conversations early on though, like to understand, like, what is your expectation and what feels comfortable for you? Because, and when I'm dating somebody like we can see each other twice a week and I'll probably be content for a little while until we move to another level. But, like some people, they want every day, all day. And I'm not really sure that that's like yeah. my kind of thing. But again, if you don't have the conversation about it, how am I supposed to know that that's not something you like, versus vice versa, or whatever? So I feel like, you know, you, it, it should always be a conversation upfront sooner rather than later versus before it becomes a problem. But if somebody still feels the need to be up under you 24 seven, then it's again, it feels like they have some kind of thing they got to work through about why they need to be like, what is the trust problem? Is there a trust problem here that you can't, you know, uh, you can't have separate identities. We always got to be together. We always got to occupy each other's space and time.
0: Like I don't, that doesn't feel, that doesn't feel comfortable <laughs> to me. Right, right. Well, let's see having the conversation and things like this is what, puts us in a different place to be able to have understanding. Some people have never had that conversation. And now listening to the things that we're saying, we are able to be that catalyst and be the voice and be able to help, you know. Other people, it seems like we all have different representations of, you know, these situations. So this is why we do this. So when you said it, I'm I'm indecisive but I'm like, oh but I think when I was saying what I was saying, you were agreeing with some things I was saying. So you understand like at least if I gave you two options you would For be sure. cool with it. You know, so I'm I'm cool with it all. I get it, but some people don't understand. Like, they'll get really mad about it. Like, too deep. All right. So, when it comes to that question, before we get to the last one, is this mutual happiness dating togetherness? Where's the medium of mutual happiness from dating? Uh, Definitely capable.
1: Where's your mutual happiness when there's communication? Mm. When you communicate with each other and understand and respect each. Each other's boundaries and and are able to have that uh, unity to create a good relationship, and that's when everything's gonna come into place. In the meantime,
0: yeah, work on you. Okay, all right, cool. I miss Jazzy. Keep it simple, right? Uh, mutual happiness, mutual happy dating togetherness. Where's the medium? What do you, what do you say the medium is?
2: Mutual happiness?
0: Mutual happiness, togetherness, when dating, yeah. What do you see that? Where's where's the medium for you?
2: Um I no, I'm like I don't know how to see it. Like easy on I'm, I'm like like a lot of people, like um like I mean I don't know. It depends, but I mean, I, I probably like most things that, like a lot of people like, but I mean, I guess if you're doing something or if you, you, you know, like something I don't like, I won't go about it in a certain way by letting you know, like, I guess, like if that's what we're talking about, like I can, I would, and I can like avoid, avoid it in a way or, or say something and be like, oh, I'm not interested in this or I don't want to. Oh, because
0: certainly you you're like talking about the mutual happiness, right? So yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Well, we do have one more quick question before we uh, change the topics and get to something a little more like a little more intense. Um is so number twelve of twelve on the list. Um the partner accidentally, well intentionally, schedules partner activities all the time. Um all the time that you they know that you guys should be um, all the times when you, you have your get togethers with your friends or your personal your personal time, they're always invading your space and you know trying to plan things during those times. Don't you do differently capable?
1: The boundaries, baby. Boundaries with a capital B. You know what my mean? band right on the forehead. Right on the damn forehead, stamped out. It's called boundaries. You don't you, you got your space. I got my space. Your family don't need to be in my space you know what I mean so yeah boundaries boundaries, and again if there's communication and you guys are in that middle ground where you're both working it and that balance both of you then he should be able to understand that there's going to be boundaries too and it comes from both sides from my family and his family
0: right that's definitely
1: true and whatever times he's trying to make uh, to make me busy um, look at my schedule first and then tell me
0: Period. We got Google Calendar now. It's easy. We could share calendars. Don't tell me you don't know you made a mistake. Because then we're gonna have a problem. But you're not paying attention and cost no money to pay attention this week. You got a problem now? Exactly. You mentioned the small details. If you can't Amen. handle the Amen. small things, then the big thing is gonna be a big problem for you. So guess what, baby? Get off the train. I'm good. Next! No, I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go um, to you, Jasmine. This is number 12 from 12 on the list. What would you do if your partner accidentally well, not actually, they actually schedule partner activities during times when you already have things planned with your family, with your baby, with your friends. What would you do?
2: Um, I, I would say, oh, no, I didn't know that you, you had this planned. And then if I could, I mean, depends on how many, it, it's just like, you know, I can do half and half. I can like go to like some with them if I can, but if not, then I just go to my scheduled ones or half and half. So yeah, but I'd be like, I didn't know you had this schedule next time. Tell me in case you know.
0: Gotcha. Next time, next time, let me know. Okay, gotcha. So your partner intentionally, uh, accidentally, but intentionally schedules partner activities at times they know. You have things scheduled already with your family and friends and things like that. What would you do?
3: Um, I would run and you should run.
0: <laughs> oh, so fast. Okay. That was- I,
3: think, I just think that that's like that's disrespectful. Like, if you know I'm about to spend quality time with my friends, then like, and you still choose. That seems like a jealousy thing or something. There's something else at play there. And that that seems like a real reason to, like, run quickly uh,
0: that was some great advice <laughs> you just got right to the point like a scripture in the bible okay <laughs> right to it open up the book <laughs> in the <laughs> ephesians um right um i love that advice if someone's out here trying to get your time and your energy and scheduling things in your calendar that's already got things scheduled right like like pastor said, right okay you good all right cool so um now we've officially answered our first topic and i'll move over to our second topic um so yeah Aaron, let's do it
4: All right, it's critical coming from columbia.edu and Fox News. Now, critical race theory seemed to make (laughs) sense to present multiple perspectives on race topics. It's interesting how all of them, anyway, it's interesting that Team liberal seems largely against it and team conservative is in favor of it. Now, a journalism friend of Aaron Mack said that one thing he didn't like at journalism school was the requirement to present multiple perspectives as equally valid. Even when the other perspective is quote ridiculous, end quote. Now, he referenced the black and white sides of slavery shouldn't be taught as equivalent viewpoints. In a nutshell, where do you stand on CRT, critical race theory, which has both sides presented as equally valid sides and why? Troy,
0: you've got it again. Well, all right. Um, I'm always about, I'm always an advocate for education and learning. um, If that's for you, I mean, college isn't for everybody. If you, sometimes God has given you certain things that you don't need to go to school for and you do what it is He calls you to do. Outside of that, you know, we go to school, that's what you choose to do. Um, But in this day and age of time, we didn't learn a lot of things we needed to learn back then because. They didn't want to present something to us because they didn't want to tell the truth about what they did and how they did it, and the reality of that for us. Because the thing is, most of us in the schools are teaching, us, and, 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 and 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 these programs are teaching us in the public schools and things like that. If they gave, if we had the power to really know and ask questions that we should be asking, versus just doing what they tell us to do and learning what they tell us, then we would have been uh, way more free thinkers a long time ago. Um, when it comes to us as a people, um, and so I feel like. You can't present a story about things being equal. White people ain't never been enslaved. So you can't tell me that it's there's equal sides to why they did it. Oh, it was in the Bible, they did it back in the day. Okay, and everything in the Bible is not, it, it's, a, it's a guide of life for you. It's not supposed to be exactly set in stone. So you can't tell me that that fight was the same. When you can go into any place as a white person and have white privilege, and you even got $2 but because of your privilege it will they won't ask you a question you but they'll ask some, some a minority I'll ask us the question or anything based on, so I'll look but they don't know how much money we got in our pocket so it's like it's not equal um and so we need to be having these conversations and I'm glad that this is being publicly brought up um because it's, it's causing our young people now to think differently now that we had a we didn't have a choice because we had to focus on that textbook learning, but now things are different with the internet. So now their minds have to expand and be different. Even our young kids nowadays are so fast with technology and the swiping to go. And they learning everything so fast, YouTube and uh, TikTok. You know, so it's like, this is the world we live in. Get with it. So if it's going to change in the world and the minds and invoke and change in the minds of our young people, that's all I care about, because we are our future of tomorrow. So that's what really matters. We, if, you, oh, if you're over 30 and you still lost, you know what I'm saying? I'm praying for you. Get it together because tomorrow's not to nobody. We lost so many people during COVID, but no matter not old, young, you know, no matter what, a lot of people. We lost a lot of people. So life was not promising nobody. Live your life. But stand in your truth because you only got your truth to tell. Um, and so I'm going to move along. Um, it's just to order, in the sense, now in this one I'm going to go with uh, uh, Joshua in this one. Um, and in a nutshell, and regardless got what we talked about, what are you saying on CRT and why?
3: Um, so critical race theory is interesting to me. I I, I, well, I think it's necessary. I think we got to be having tough conversations about race uh, beyond, well, let's be very clear first and foremost. The school systems don't even get the history part of it right or complete. So it's really difficult to go deeper and start to understand race from systemic uh levels when we can't even tell like people still don't know about tulsa people like people still don't know about all of these things people barely even knew what juneteenth was white folks didn't know what juneteenth was until it became a national holiday talk and about shit. it so like it's really difficult to with critical race they have deeper conversations about systemic level oppression without even having a complete history to understand how it's shown up over time. So I feel like it's a bit twofold, but all that being said is that I think critical race theory is important because we gotta teach people young how to have conversations about the world that they live in. And we can't talk about just, you know, we can't just talk about prisons and not talk about the history of why prisons are here and who they are meant to marginalize and who they're meant to, you know, effect like we can't have these kinds of big conversations without understanding um the the hundreds of years of how it got there and the level of thinking we have to put behind it is why critical race theory is important Um, otherwise people can go white people can go their whole lives and not have to examine any of these things and benefit from it so i don't know i think i think critical race theory is necessary i think it's interesting that people want to talk about it And like already in elementary school, which is I think why these Republicans and why a lot of these conservative folks are kind of like creating laws against it and all this other kind of stuff, because they're scared that people are gonna have to talk about how horrible white people have been to people of color in this country. Hello, hello. uh, To their five-year-old, they're like, no, you gotta be grown before we can talk about that stuff. But you really do need people to, to, to learn that stuff early.
0: I agree, sorry. I'm so over these goddamn firecrackers. If they don't cut it out, I'm gonna (laughs) pour water all on all of them. I'm so sick of them. Sick of them. Sorry, Um, had had a moment. Anyway, thank you so much for that, Joshua. Appreciate it. Um, You helped me also understand it in a different way too. So thank you. Um, Yeah, definitely capable. What do you stand on critical race theory and why?
1: Critical race theory. It's it's a very necessary class. Everyone should be taking it. It doesn't matter if you're black, Asian, white, Hispanic, you should be taking it because there's a lot of information there. Um, I, it, I don't really wanna get it so much into because you guys put your ear to perfe- perspective. And as a person that has studied this type of class, um, there is so much that a lot of people don't understand and probably will never understand because sometimes they can be close-minded and not realize all the oppression and how things trickle down for the same community to keep being oppressed till today. So um, mm-hmm. I will say that sla- slavery. There was a lot of different types of people in slave in slavery, and I'm not gonna lie. There has been people in in white countries that have been enslaved, like. Um, uh, from uh, Ireland, people from uh, the Irish were actually enslaved, Polish have been enslaved. But the difference between them from from the black community is that the white slaves were liberal. They were liberated. And there Mm. were no terms of slavery after that. They were able to buy land and have slaves after that. So people want to say, oh, but I had family, there were ancestors, there were slaves. Yeah, but your oppression ended before our oppression did.
0: Mm-mm-mm. and We
1: are still being oppressed. So, yeah, some people need to start really opening a book, understanding a little bit more because there's more history to this and ignorance is bliss and you got to erase it.
0: Definitely Luther King. All right, now, you better come on with it, okay? <laughs> Gave it to us, okay? That's what I'm talking about. All right uh jasmine critical race theory talk to me what do you stand on it and why what's the question critical race theory Um the topic that we were talking about um is critical race theory um what do you stand on it and why having conversations about race or m- being equal what do you stand on that what do you think about that
2: I'm not sure. I think they should teach it. Wait. Yeah, but everything that we were taught. Say so, the last part one more time. I don't
0: know if you, I don't know if you can. I don't know if you
2: could hear. One minute. Sorry, I, have I think they should. Um I don't I don't remember exactly what it is, but I
0: think they should teach everything we were taught in school from the critical series. Okay. Okay. All right. I, I I just want to make sure you end it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. Um, so that has been our two topics for our uh team. Um very uh two different spectrums. Um but I do think that we uh definitely hit it on the nail and was able to uh open some eyes to each each other and people out there watching. So uh, if you guys like what you see and you want to be a part of the conversation, please like, comment, subscribe. You know, let the people know we're doing it because this is week 14 and we're still doing it. I'm going to appreciate you guys being a part of it, but if you want to really know what the the rest of the tea is and get into our main topics, you do have to follow us um, on YouTube and on Instagram to be able to see it because we don't just do this visually. It's on YouTube and we also have a podcast. So uh, check us out, guys. Uh, But Aaron's going to read our... our one of the first main topic of the night for our uh, main topic of the night, let's do in. And you're now tuning into what? The Homeless Talk Show on Verse TV. What's up everybody? It's your boy, Trobix Music.
1: Mr. Definitely Capable. Jazz.
2: <laughs>
0: Jasmine. Hey, what's up everybody? I'm Joshua Henry Jenkins. Right here on Verse TV. And it's week what 114? the out here, y'all, over two years strong. Right here on Verse TV. And it's week what 114? the out here, y'all, over two years strong.